Welcome back inside of Trash Chatter. I'm your host, Victoria Conway, and today I'm pleased to be joined by Richard and Chastity Shubin, Blazing Bins out of Spring, Texas. How are you guys doing? Good, and yourself? Good. Thank you guys for making some time. I know you guys are really busy running three trucks out in Texas, but appreciate you taking some time. I think people are going to enjoy hearing your story. And um, as we get into it, I want to take you guys back to 2018 when you took the leap to start a business. What was that process like? And how did you guys even hear about trash can cleaning? Um, well, first, <clears throat> Chastity's brother-in-law actually had already bought a trailer from Sparkling Bins. And when her sister-in-law, her sister, sorry, came up and uh, she told us about this great business, this great opportunity, they were all in and uh, told us about it. And we looked around in our area no one was doing it yet and just thought it was a no-brainer. It sounded like a wonderful idea. So we called John. <laughs> and what was your background before you started your own business? Was this your first business that you guys owned or was it something that you guys have done before? Obviously not the same industry, but what was your background? Definitely our first business. Um, did you have a business before? Okay, yeah. Definitely our first business. Um, previously, I was in the Army for 16 years. And then after getting out, it was actually pretty hard trying to find a job. Um, so uh, finally, someone gave me an opportunity with contract security. We did. I did that for a little bit, and then uh, once we heard about this business, you know, we wanted to live the American dream, be our own business owners. So we jumped in. Now you guys predominantly focus on Harris County. How has that area allowed your business to grow over the last couple of years that you've been in business? I'd say being in Harris County has some advantages because it's a huge population with lots of different areas, lots of different zip codes. So it's just given us a lot of different opportunities to expand and serve different communities and zip codes around us. And since you guys started in 2018, I think about two years after you guys needed that second truck, which obviously was kind of peak COVID, did that impact you guys at all? Did you see any spikes with it or how did the global pandemic kind of play an impact on your small business? During that time frame, uh, our one-time one -time cleans increased pretty quickly. Um, and then we did have a little bit of a lull because people were just scared and didn't know what to do, it seemed like. But then uh, after about a month or two, subscriptions actually started picking up. And uh, I, I'm not sure if it was just the service or people wanted to interact with other people, but a uh, majority of those customers that signed up from that time frame as well are still customers today. So uh, I think it was also a good way of getting the word out about our service as well people suddenly cared about their germs, which was kind of good for us. Yeah, I know a lot of people didn't, unfortunately, do well during that time. But I mean, I think a lot of our clients, such as yourself during that time period, they were like, we need a second truck or a third truck because we can't keep up with the people that are calling. So um, as it goes, some things impact positively, some not. So thankfully, at least for our businesses, it helps. And as you guys have grown and picked up clients, I see you very active on Facebook. What ways of marketing do you guys find are most successful in terms of gaining more clients? I would say for us, it's Facebook. We, we're on Facebook quite a bit. We interact with our customers. Um, they're really, our customers are really engaging. They, they comment back. They love us. They tell their neighbors. They tell their friends. They share in next door for us. Um, Instagram. Um, but it's, as helpful as that's been, I, I would say we don't put all of our apples in one bucket. And so... We also reach out to you know our local um, newsletters or Facebook pages, as well as um, you know we have banners in town. 
we've done a lot of things. We give back to the schools a lot. And so we just, any way we can advertise, we do. I think that's important to note because there's not one perfect answer for it. And I think some people look for that when they call us. They're like, how do I grow this? It's like, there's, there's a lot of different ways to do it. A lot of repetition. Um, you mentioned giving back to the schools. Obviously, a lot of people enjoy small businesses that can give back. Was that something you guys always did or did you start doing that as you grew? And what does that look like for your company in terms of giving back to the community? So, yeah, giving back to our community, that's something that's really important to us. And so um, a few ways we do that are we we give to the schools a lot, like pretty much if a school asks us for money, then we are there. We give away, you know, door raffles, door prizes. Um, we do a lot of gift certificates and that can vary from, you know, the a subscription service for months to a year. We've even done some pressure washing jobs. Um, we, we do raffles just for our Facebook followers, which we haven't done in a while and should probably do one soon. Um, another way is we, we go to events. Sometimes we sponsor events. And so we show up and bring, you know, the games or the food or just different ways to contribute. One really cool opportunity we had to advertise with the school was they called and said, Hey, we need some pressure washing done, but we can't really pay you. And we were like, okay, that's fine. Like we love schools. We know there's, you know, a great need. And so we pressure wash their playground equipment and their, their big area. And, and in return, they just put some, some words out on social media and advertised for us. So that was, that was a cool way to get back. And then finally, I would say the parades. Um, I didn't know this until I was a business owner, but I didn't realize that whenever you're in parades, you pay a fee and that helps the community. Um, so we, we are in a lot of parades. We pay a lot of fees for that. And we're proud to do so because we know one, the kids love it. And two, it's ultimately giving back to the community of a lot of our parades support, um, you know, firefighters or the EMS, the police department. And so that's just a really cool and fun way to give back. I like that you said that not necessarily, you're not always getting paid for this. And some people might hear that and say, there's no way I'm touching it. But at the same time, if this is going to be a long-term investment, if you're going to be vocal in your community and present, sometimes you have to give a little to get back in return. So that's really neat. We've done a lot of these episodes and we haven't heard somebody say that. So I'm glad that's a good point. It's not just necessarily what are you paying me, but there's different ways to get out there. Um, and as you guys grow, you have three trucks now. Richard, I know you operate one of the trucks. What does that look like? And what was that process for you guys when you're like, I need somebody else because I can't drive three trucks at a time. <laughs> so it's, it's a pretty good feeling having multiple trucks out on the road um, and having people call you and say, Hey, I saw one of your trucks. Like, well, depending on where you are, it could have been me or it could have been someone else. So it's pretty unsettling putting other people in these trucks, not knowing their full background. And, you know, you try to learn as much as you can about them, but when you get them in the trucks, um, it, it's a little nerve wracking, but it's nice. We have two solid employees right now and then being, being able to get back in a truck myself is pretty exciting. Getting to interact with new customers and a brand new zip codes that have never seen us before. So they come out, they watch, they're taking pictures, their kids are coming out. And with this uh, third truck, we have that uh, remote lifter. So off to the side, we allow the kids to lower and raise uh, the lifters and they just go ecstatic about it. They think it's awesome. It's funny you said it's unsettling because the other day I was on my balcony and I just looked over and I'm like, that's one of our trucks. And I live kind of far from where I think they're supposed to be. So I called my mom real fast to say, who's out here? And she's like, they're doing a you know, one-time cleaning somewhere. But it was just really surreal. And I took out my phone real fast and posted it. 
It's like, where are they? It is, <laughs> it is crazy to see that. And even if like my friends send me a picture, they're like, they're here cleaning the bins. And just to see your brand everywhere. It's a rewarding feeling. And you guys, obviously, as husband and wife, running the business together. I know this question's not on the sheet, but what's that been like owning a company together and working together every day? <laughs> it's been fun. Um, we both have figured out we have different strengths and weaknesses. And so most of the time we try to stay in our lanes, but occasionally I like to tell him, you know, what he's doing wrong. And he has to remind me that I don't always understand the full picture. And so it's, it's been fun. I would say it's been a roller coaster ride, but we work pretty well together. Although if we are cleaning trash cans, occasionally I, you know, we're so busy or an employee takes off and I need to go out. I always tell Richard, you're on your own. I'm working with Ryan because our other driver, Ryan is just amazing. And we get along great. Whereas me and Richard tend to clash in the truck. So it's fun. You miss a spot. <laughs> you know, I don't think my mom's ever gone out. I think I should suggest that to my parents. It was just their 30th uh, wedding anniversary. So I'll tell them, why don't you guys do that together? My mom will kill me if she hears that. I bet she would love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting. It is. It keeps it fun. And you know, I don't think people understand until you either have parents that work together or you're the couple working together, uh, what a unique experience it is, but it's, it's definitely rewarding. So that's great to hear you guys have fun. And I think it's smart, Chastity. I think that's a good boundary to say, I'm going to go in the other truck. It just might be better for us right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I have that option in the beginning. You know, sometimes I didn't see him because he was working two jobs. And so he would go from work to work and once we did start picking up and getting busy, really, that was the only time we would even see each other for, you know, until the weekends, until we were off. And so it's it's nice to have that other employee now that I'm like, oh, I've got enough of you. I see you all the time. <laughs> As you guys have grown the last five years, how have your systems changed? Obviously, more clients, more people to start out with. Did you guys right away use a routing software or was it something you adapted as you guys grew and saw more of a need for it? Oh. I definitely got the software in the beginning because I knew well, I was hoping at some time we would have a lot of customers and it'd be too late to learn a software at that time frame. So I, I, we started off with the software. Um, we're currently actually in the middle of changing softwares now uh, just because our first choice, we didn't know what to look for. So now we're looking for, at a new uh, program out there. And uh, But I, I, I believe the sooner you can get the software, the better. So you can uh, learn the intricacies. Like when one issue, when a customer calls and says, you didn't clean my bin, you you definitely don't like that answer. So you want to be able to quickly fix that. So learning your system early on to kind of know where to look and navigate really helps. Once again, here inside of Trash Chatter, Victoria Conway, alongside Richard and Chastity Schumann from Blazing Bins out of Spring, Texas. If you're enjoying our episode of Trash Chatter, make sure you subscribe below so you get notified when our episodes come out. And talking about their success in the last five years of business, they run three trucks in their company. And for you guys, obviously, you give back to the community. You post on social media. What's it like when you get a positive customer review? What's that process like? You guys go after them. And then on the other side, you know, how does it make you feel when somebody puts out there how happy they are that you came and serviced their bin? For me, it's twofold. One, I always love hearing, especially knowing it's not always me out there cleaning, getting those positive reviews from our other employees out there. It just gives you so much relief and happiness inside knowing that you found someone to continue caring about what you do. Um, and then just seeing how excited our customers are 
to post something about us is, is seeing not just what we do, but seeing how it helps them as well. Um, families, kids, they all love it. And I believe that's the best advertisement or the best thing. Having someone else talk about your business in a positive manner is priceless. It's exciting. So whenever we do a first time clean, we always leave like a little flyer that says, Hey, it actually has a family picture of us. And it says, if you loved our service, tell your neighbors, tell your friends. And that's helped. But just recently, um, John mentioned nice job and recommended us to check that out. And so we did. And our reviews have like tripled in the last month of what we've done in a year. And so that's been like really amazing. And I just want to give a quick shout out for sparkling bins. Just thank you for continuing to guide us and teach us like, this is new. This is what's going on because you know, as small business owners, there's so many things that you don't know. And we rely on y'all's expertise to say, Hey, this works in this market. You should check it out. So um, I'm glad you guys found them. Cause I know a lot of our clients have loved them and it's cool. Cause they do it for you. And we do have an episode about nice job. If you guys want to check it out, we had one of our account managers on and just talking about how seamless it is. And I like too that they'll even post it to your social media for you if you want so that you can also get that exposure. So more people see it, like you mentioned, with small businesses definitely need those reviews, especially as the industry grows. Um, if you guys were to give one piece of advice to somebody who is looking to get into this business, what do you think it would be? I would say be flexible. Um, it's, it's a roller coaster ride. You're going to have good days, bad days. You're going to get awesome reviews. You're going to get unfair reviews. You know, you're going to be tired. You're going to be excited. You're going to feel it all. And so I think you just have to be flexible and optimistic and just, I, you know, there's a couple of things that Richard and I focus on to keep us grounded and it's one integrity is, is everything. And so we want to make sure that whatever we're doing, we're doing it with integrity and that we're treating people the way we want to be treated. And so at the end of the day, that's always just a good reminder of like, it's okay if someone says that you did something that wasn't because at the end of the day, we know we did the right thing. And then the other thing is to just, you know, rise above and move on because each day is going to be a new challenge and you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad, bad days. So, you? Um, for me, I think one of the biggest, and I'm going to use John's phrase, uh, game changer for us is next day service. Uh, I know in every area, Trash haulers and HOAs, they're all different and they function different. So it doesn't work in every area, but definitely for us in such a large area. And when you grow to a certain number, just being able to start that day, knowing those bins are already empty is so helpful. I mean, even today with the next day service, we still have trash haulers that are a day late, half a day late. And if you are same day service, making three to four, five trips to one customer, that's just going to be so costly on the backside. And so for me, I, I really suggest starting next day. So that way your customers are already trained that your HOAs are already aware of that. And it's just easier to grow and scale that way. So when you guys first started, you guys were same day and then you switched over after realizing it or did you always, yes, what you guys did. The so pandemic, we... pandemic did us in. <laughs> so we were same day service. And, you know, whenever the pandemic happened, there was so many people that were, there was just so much trash at home suddenly. And so the trash trucks couldn't get people to show up to work because they were sick or they were scared or whatever reason it was. Plus the problem of so many more people being at home. I mean, trash pickups became a nightmare. It became a real issue for us. And so 
that was actually a really scary time for us because we had to make the decision of, are we going to keep doing this and going with all the struggles that come with it? Or are we going to have to just, you know, bite the bullet and jump to next day service? And so we reluctantly switched to next day service. And we, I'm going to be honest with you, we lost a lot of customers over it. And it was really scary because, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, things aren't good, but it has been the absolute best decision we could have made. And I, something else that I tie into that is we always try to remember like why we're doing this. And it's one so that Richard can work for himself. I mean, it's, it's been wonderful and great, but ultimately it's so that he could have more time with his family. And that's something that next day service has given us. He's home at night now. Um, the schedules are much more maintainable. It's more like a seven to three job. And so that's been super nice. And sometimes we have people that are like, well, if you can't go to same day, then, you know, we're going to leave you. And while that's tough news to hear at the end of the day, I mean, it's, you can't really weigh time with your family against a trash can service. So it's, it's been good for us. I like that because I know when we talk to prospects, they ask, and I say, if you can set the precedent up front, it's going to make it a lot easier. Obviously you guys learned as you grew, but it still turned out to be a very positive thing for you. And that's another thing. It's never on time when it's supposed to be like a small business. It's supposed to go one way. It goes the other and it's how you adapt. So I think that's awesome that you both were able to adapt, even though it's probably scary in those moments. Well, once again, we're here inside of Trash Chatter. I want to take some time to thank Richard and Chastity Shubin from Blazing Bins to take some time out of their busy day to join us today. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate all of your contributions to the industry. We have a lot of Facebook groups and you guys are always giving feedback to newcomers. So we really appreciate it here at Sparkling Bins. And thank you guys for taking some time today to join me. Our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, if you want to check out Trash Chatter, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to find out how to start your own trash can cleaning service, please visit us at sparklingbinsbusiness.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you again next time.